<laughs> this is gonna be cool. <laughs> Welcome to the Thunderbrew Distillery here in Karanos, Dunmore. Dust off your favourite drinking mug, order a pint of Rhapsody Malt and settle in. It's time for another round of Tavern Cast with your hosts Cromley, Aloysius Cargan, Kernkater. We'll bring ye tools, tips, tales and tricks from the great world of Warcraft. Welcome to Taverncast for the week of August 29th. This is Kern Kater. This is Aloysius. Your car. This is Karg. Cromley. <laughs> I'm Cromley. I got it this week. I you I got it. it. The car couldn't handle it. This week the show is brought to you by Dixie Brewing Company Crimson Voodoo. Uh, this is uh, sort of an offshoot of the stout we had a couple weeks ago. Cheers. Cheers. Woo. I like this one. Yeah, we figured a, a beer that was brewed in New Orleans might be a fitting tribute for this particular week, uh, seeing as the hurricane is down there. So, good call, Cromley. So, we'd like to give a thanks out to the people who have donated in the last uh, week. We had A. Roma, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, and uh, the other two people, all I have are the names in the PayPal receipt. I don't know their game names or anything. So, one was FBRL Services. <laughs> and the other was John Willoughby. So if you want us to use a different name, please uh, somehow let us know. But otherwise, thanks for the, uh, the donations. Yeah, and thank we're, you. We're trying to put together some hardware to be able to do some Skype-in shows and things like that. So, Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you. Feel free to you keep on contributing. You could be our next guest. You could be on the next show. Thanks for supporting us. Mm-hmm. Very much. Thanks for supporting our habit. Must podcast. Alright, so what's, what's everybody been doing this week? Karg, how about you? This week I did not do anything at all. Karg's a loser. No, oh, well, just I, too busy. in my defense, I, was, I wasn't I was feeling good for a couple days, mm-hmm. and I had to catch up with a lot of work. I actually worked. I feel you. So, that's... Well, not really. I, I sometimes, feel you, but... Stop touching I, me. I feel you. Okay. Boys. It's touching, but not in that. Touch. Sit on, on the, the other, other side, side of the table. Of the table. <laughs> those two. So this week, uh, I realized that uh, Kern Katera and I were watching a show on what was it, the Style Network? It was like the Style Network. <laughs> Which, I think. Oh, was this the, the, that How Do I Look show? The How Do I Look oh, show? Yeah. yeah. And we found out in the How Fashion Do I According to No, Karen. no, no. It was a show called How Do I Look. <laughs> And on the show, we found out that for men, pink is the in color. And so I've just started thinking about this and put two and two together, and I realize now that since pink is so trendy, then I can be paladin bright and feel empowered about it. No? No, no not really. Insert cricket sound. I'm just sound still trying here. to get over the fact that you're watching the fashion channel. <laughs> style the style channel. net. The style, style, style network. So there's a big difference. Are there two different networks? Well. Kern Kater had it on. It's not Bravo. Uh-huh. That's yeah. why she's watching it. You're supposed to say... She's allowed to watch no, it. No, Kern, let's watch Star Trek. Well, there were some hot chicks on it. <laughs> so what did you do, Cromley, this week? This week, uh, let's see, it was pretty much more Ultrac Valley. Um, some play on the alts. You're trying to get your uh, rank up. A little bit of rank, right? Yep, and we're going to talk about the rewards that you get out of Ultrac Valley this week, so you'll see why we're why I'm trying to get up to Exalted. Where are you now in rank? PvP rank? PvP rank, I'm rank four, whatever. I always get Master Sergeant, Sergeant Major. Sergeant Major confused. Sergeant Major. Rank four. Oh, wait a minute. Did you say Warsong Gulch? Yeah, I played a little I, bit of Warsong Gulch. Because I've been seeing all over the 
the World of Warcraft forums, not that I actually contribute to those, but that there was like something about Warsong Gulch is gone or WSG is, is, is no longer working or something well, like that. Hmm. Was it down for a time? Was there something oh, I that surprise. I missed? I, I think it was down for a few days when I tried yeah. to... Actually, I did try going to Warsong Gulch a couple days ago. Yeah, yeah. Alternate okay. crashes fairly often, so you know, it surprised me. Speaking of Ultra Valley, though, one one thing that I really don't like about it is when you join the, the raid and when they accept you and you can join the battle, mm-hmm. you can be joining at any moment in the battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you could be joining when the horde's <laughs> Usually at the very taking end. over. Yeah. <laughs> Five minutes before the instance right. closes. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I mean, they should do something about that. Or I mean, there are obviously enough players on a server to queue 40 people up per side. Yeah. Well, and the other the thing game. that's annoying is, like, I've gone in where the game is just starting, and when you start the game, there's 40 alliance and, like, 15 horde. Why would you... How does that make any sense? Why would they bother to start the game at that point? Because the game ends early. If it drops below... Um, 10, I think it is. Actually, I've had it where the Players. same thing you're talking about has happened, and you go in, and the alliances swept the, the horde all the way up to the end, and then suddenly a large group of horde will join the game, mm-hmm. and the whole game will turn around again. Yeah, I've entered the game quite a few times where the alliance are losing, but usually they proceed to lose regardless. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've just been doing a lot of farming this week, really. What I've what I've been on. I, I was also busy with work, so I didn't get a lot of chance to play. But I'm trying to. I'm with Cromley trying to get my rank up. But this week I had to farm because too much money was spent out doing ill-advised auction house gambles. Yes, I think and, you should go over that in your oh, I will. segment here. I will. So um, speculating yeah, on the so auction. So I'm uh, so yeah. I'm trying to make some money back. So I spent a lot of time farming. Don't eat while you talk. <laughs> Sorry, Karg. Good call. A message from Karg. Public service announcement. Yeah. Well, this week I spent some time fishing. You're on the fish bandwagon now? Yeah. Well, I, I got my fishing skill up to 150. I'm out in on Zor- in Zorm Strand, out in that little area there. Dark Shore. I, yeah, Dark Shore. Thank you. And I found that I can get fishing for, let's say, an hour. I get a lot of those albacore that I just throw back, but I also get oily blackmouth and firefin snapper, and I sell the stack of 15 firefin snapper for like three gold. Nice. What do you mean you throw them back? The the rainbow fin tuna I just close the window. I don't pick them up. Oh, no, no, no. You should take them. But they're only 61 health. Nobody's going to buy them. Put them up. They, they, they take them. Really. If they're not cooked, if they're not transferred into a recipe, they'll, they'll buy them. Because really? I've been selling them. Yeah. Hmm. We'll put some soy sauce, some salt, some vinegar. <laughs> I actually season it overnight. Tabasco. I got my Put it in your oven for 350 <laughs> well, I realized that the, that the really, the, the crappy thing about this is for my next my next level in fishing, and I think I might be wrong about this, so anybody out there if I'm wrong, but I think I've got to go to Booty Bay. You do, or you can buy the book, the book that you need to train on the auction house for like three gold. For fishing? Or you could have a higher uh-huh. level person want, in your guild. See, I only, have like, I only have like two and a half gold in my purse, so I don't have Then it's much. good that I'm doing another section on making money in the world of Warcraft so you can yeah. learn. Nice. Making fantasy money, just to be clear. <laughs> yeah, because we're no good at making real money. Really. Yeah. The other thing that I did this week was I rolled a horde character on one of the RP servers. I started playing. But I've only got like level two or something ridiculous. But I don't. I haven't done horde at all, and I really, I really haven't finished reading the lore in depth. So I'm really kind of looking forward to going through and doing the quest and reading more about it. So I'm kind of taking my time. Do you start a female or a male character? A female character. 
play Warcraft Three, and then you'll know a lot of the good. Lore. I don't. Well, I don't like the way that was structured. I don't like it. It's no good. I'm sorry to hear from everybody. This story was lame. I don't like it. I'm sorry that I don't like the game that you like, but I didn't like it. You suck. Anybody I didn't like anybody it either. Well, now you're Cromley. That's what I'm saying. You're gonna tell me that I suck. I, I just did. I this think. is this is Eloy's prime debating technique. You suck. Right. <laughs> I'm right. You, well, whatever. You belong. Whatever. You belong in the World of Warcraft forums. <laughs> go join the Flame Fest. <laughs> All right, it's time for the news. The news. The news. And the news today is we don't have any news to talk about. So yeah. instead of doing a news segment, Blizzard, give us news. We're going to do our news and a brief discussion topic, and that'll be our news. So what's new with Taverncast? In 300 words or less. What is new with Taverncast, which we failed to mention last time, is that we have a store Bum, where you can on. buy cool stuff like, is it like beer steins. It's it's cooler than Backrack because it's Can we ours. buy silk shirts for Karg? I don't know. Have you put any silk shirts on there? No, but I think there's some pink. So anyways, guys. Um, there's pink there's, shirts for Karg. <laughs> Taverncast, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> no, we got all kinds of cool shirts and uh, coasters and beer steins and... One what of which you're drinking out of now. Yes, I'm drinking my beer out of a tavern cast beer stein as we speak. And there's it's... more stuff on the way. We've, we've actually had some requests for some things, and if it's within reason, um, we'll actually make it. I have one yeah. request out already that I am going to make and post up there for people to buy. If other people have requests, you can feel free to submit them. I'm not promising anything, but we will attempt if it's reasonable. To yeah, I mean, I, we can't use the uh, Blizzard logo or Warcraft logo or anything. We can use our own. So there's plenty with our own on it. Uh, let's see, there's shirts that say things like, Beer lives in my belly. Yep. <laughs> there's many Cargism shirts. Ask Carg. Ask Carg. That's, that's, that's almost a religion. There's a couple exactly. of out of character Well, we're shirts. working on that. Donate. Cargism. <laughs> nudge. So, nudge, anyways, wink, you wink. can go to that. Uh, if you go to taverncaststore.com, it'll take you there. And there's also a link on our website, www.taverncast.com. Go to the support page, and there's a link in there, too. So, check it out. Sweet. There are links everywhere. It seems like we're trying to. We point have you a website. <laughs> so, a brief discussion topic that I pulled off of the uh, our forum boards today just to fill up some time. And I thought this was kind of interesting when it popped up there this morning. Somebody asked, "Is World of Warcraft too cartoonish in design?" And I thought it might make an interesting thing to toss around to the four of us. Hmm. What do you guys think? Is it too cartoonish? In contrast to say something like um, EQ2, which is supposed to be more ultra realistic and graphics intensive and etc. What do you guys think? I think oh. EQ2 probably has technically better graphics, but I think the Warcraft has a better style, or it has a style, I should say. <laughs> See, I thought EQ2 was flat and boring. Might no, but I think technically, in terms of their what they're doing with the graphics it's shading it's and shading and water and blah blah blah. I mean, I guess I agree with you on that. I like the water in Warcraft. It's better in EQ2. I haven't even played EQ2. That's just what I've heard. See, I, I thought that actually that uh, interest in playing it. Well, Guild Wars was was good to look at. Guild Wars was hyper realistic. Yeah. Guild Wars has a lot better graphics, I'd say, technically. And they like also they have, have some style, which and, is good. Yeah. yeah. And they're free to play. The World of Warcraft has <laughs> like uh it's almost like a Disney movie. It's got a it has a, like a anime slash Disney movie kind of. It's like a Disney movie with more ganking. Basically, it's yeah. like it's like that. <laughs> now PS, it's fifty like percent more ganking. PS2 game, you know, Kingdom Hearts, or I'm not sure if you guys played that. Oh yeah, you know, PS2 no, no. game. I've heard of it. I haven't played it. Kingdom Hearts, where they put all Disney's characters into the you know in the video game. Mm -hmm. 
it looks very similar to that and when you when you look at a few of the characters and how they are rendered in World of Warcraft like look at the gnomes for Christ's sake <laughs> I mean <laughs> they're cool looking they're uber they look like something stripped up from a comic book yeah you know like Smurfs or something well actually you know the style to me do you guys know uh, Don Bluth who that guy is? Yeah, he did um, Secret uh, of Nim. Among mm-hmm. other That's things. That's a great movie. I think the World of Warcraft kind of looks like Don Bluth style to, to an extent. It, it's got a little bit of that anime thing going on in it too to some extent, but it's definitely a Bluth kind of thing. Yeah. It's kind of cute well, but it also and kind of not at the same time. style of all their other games. Yeah. Well, except to some extent I'd say Diablo, but you know, Warcraft and Warcraft 2 and 3. Yeah, and they always had like stuff. really... Big flamboyant armors and bright colors and you know everything was. You it's know, not a hyper realistic game, but you know. Hey, yeah, yeah. It's a well, fantasy. and I mean to some extent though, the whole the whole look of the World of Warcraft is. I mean, I don't I don't complain about the game, but I, when it comes to their armor styles, some of their armor styles are kind of cool. I actually saw your Night Slayer armor, Cromley, uh, which is the tier like. uh, tier two um, epic mm-hmm. rogue armor. Really cool. Really the stuff cool. that drops in molten core. Uh, yeah, and no. somebody had a full set of it the it. other day in Manoroth. <laughs> Man, that was is that, that was is that all black. No, it's a step up from that one. It's black, but it has like blacker. It, no, it's got like <laughs> silver inlaid stuff that looked like a skull on black it. And silver, and be cool. silver stuff running down the sleeves. Oh, and I patterns. did see that. That was really it's cool. It's pretty cool, and it's got a really tall collar that goes back and wraps around your head like it's an upturned collar. Yeah. With a full with a real tight head mask with a red. Um, uh, mouth cover on it. That was I've wicked. probably seen it. I just don't. It was it was neat looking. It was it? really wicked. Yeah, it was. It was, one of it the was cooler than my current there. like clown costume. <laughs> yeah, mismatched. anything is cooler than that right now. Jesus <laughs> Blizzard, what the hell are you doing with the paladins? I mean, they work at McDonald's. No, I mean, look at even <laughs> Paladin Bright. I don't mind the uh, the PVP set. I think I think it's it's okay. It's going in the right direction. But I mean, look at the Lawbringer set. The Lawbringer set is the tier two epic set for Paladins. That's the one where you see where the guy's got like the spiky helmet thing with the little, the two uh, peaks on it, and then they've got those shoulder blades yeah, that go up like shoulders, this. Yeah. And, and I mean that's, the lightbringers are like this. That's the one thing I dislike this. about Warcraft are the shoulder. No. Most of the shoulder items. Make but the colors, like the colors are like this. Like players. if it was pink, would it be okay? But it almost is pink. It's so like it be white and peach and gold. It's like just. Well, keep in mind though, World of Warcraft. I mean this this um, MMO is Blizzard's first attempt at MMOs. Every quest when they did it, they had probably prior experience and they started out as. Uh, what was that company who did EverQuest? Um, Verant. Verant. I believe they started out as old days mod players, and they all had MMO experience. Mm. Oh, really? Prior, so, yeah, I know they had played mods and stuff. Yeah, but. prior to developing um, EverQuest. Yeah. So they wanted a more realistic environment, realistic character. You know, you know what the thing is, though, is that, I mean, if you think about this, there, you can do realism with style, or you can do it without. I think EQ is done they're they're trying to emulate realism without any style. If you want realism with style, look at like say the Lord of the Rings movies, right? That's got some style to it, some some neat design going on there that that is in a pseudo real world. Well, it's, it's it's functional. Well, yeah, but it's also good to look at. See, that's the good thing about World of Warcraft is that it's like it's got a neat looking world. The world really is neat and immersive and fantastical in, in the whole nine hours. I mean, you can debate about the character designs all day long, but the world itself looks really cool. Whereas EverQuest world is like 
flat and plain. I mean, you know, we're broadcasting from Michigan, basically, so we could walk out into the, you know, into our flat fields around here and look around, and it looks a lot of the starting area of EQ. It's kind of boring. <laughs> I, I, I definitely think World of Warcraft could have had a better um, selection, more of a City of Heroes kind of character creation yeah, concept. that would be nice. Well, they try to make every character in I mean, World of Warcraft look like, what, pretty. eight faces, mm-hmm. four skin yeah. And all of the human males have <clears throat> cleft to palettes and for some strange reason... I mean, even not, yeah, have you ever notice that? You mean yeah. the, the chin, right? No, they they literally have the their mouth is all turned <laughs> exactly. like this. They're all like, yeah. I am a warrior. Yeah, like a hair <laughs> yeah. Well, you well, can't tell because no, you have a beard, sense. right? Yeah. I mean, if you don't, if you know, that's why the guys wear the beard so you don't see the cleft palate. And what is that thing? Maybe maybe I don't know this part about the history. What is that thing with the undead? That's the black X across their eyes. What is that all about? Well, there, it's nothing in the lore. It's just a design thing. Well, what is it? I don't know. Their eyes got gouged out or yeah, something. Yeah, but it's like it's almost like it's one of those like S and M things across their face. It is. Like, All the undead people are just goth people in real life. Don't you know that? Undead. 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 You guys need help. <laughs> we speaking were kidding of, about the goth thing. Speaking actually. of music, send your flames to Aloysius. Oh, well, I'll talk about that later. I'll put that in my section. Karg, while you're out there. Bye, Karg. Get beer. Beer, Karg. Yeah, and get wrap me a couple of Kleenex, would It's you? in the fridge. Beer and Kleenex. Get not, the beer at least. Not together. We can live without the Kleenex if we have to. Karg, get beer. Are you listening? <laughs> I have enough beer. I don't care. Karg, do you hear us? He's not listening to us. He's in a drunken He's speaker. probably gotten lost. He's feeding the beer to the dog. Oh, Hi. my gosh. All right, you guys ready? Hey. We have finished the animal crackers. We're out of animal crackers. Ooh, celebration time. What are we going to do? All the animal crackers oh, are now on the table. Oh, we more beer, except that Carl yeah. broke our this beer This is bottle. the last episode of Tavern Cast. Yeah, we're going to have to stop now. We can Unless you a... send donations to buy us t- animal crackers. <laughs> All right, time for another MMO slang terms of the week. What are you talking about? This week, we've got BRB, BRT, BTW, GTG, and G2G. STFU, noob. WTF. Card, why don't you run through and tell us what these mean? Oh, actually, <laughs> let's do a little quiz. Hey, Kern Kutera, what is BRB? Bring your own beer. Alright. Cromley, what is BRT? Bring your own beer. <laughs> hey, Kark, what is BTW? Bring your beer own for beer. The win. I thought he was... <laughs> beer for the win. <laughs> How about GTG? Um... Something beer related. <laughs> and G2G? Something beer. Something beer to go. I think G2G is a professional wrestler. G2G? Yeah. I think you're on the WWE. Wrestler. Or it's two. One night only, only. It's, it's at the when... Silver Dome, 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 Dome. <laughs> I think it's when two gangsters get together in a room and talk to each other. G to G. G to G? I somehow don't like think that's me. what it means. I don't know. G2G could stand for so many things. All right, well, some of these get confused by people, so that's why I threw all of them into our one MMO slang terms of the week, because they some people tend to mix these up and interchange them and not know what the heck they mean. Aloysius so. is the uh, person in charge of these, <laughs> so if you're doing it wrong, Aloysius will come after you. All right, so BRB is Be Right Back. Oh. In case you have a bio. Yes, in case you have I a bio. I thought it stood for Beer Our Best. Well, that you know, Crumb, stop confusing the issue, because people will start using it that way, and then the whole game will be. Well, you could do BIB, beer in belly. I'll cry. BIB. BIB. That's why my typing's so bad. Car, give us a beer lives in my belly. Beer lives in my belly. Come on, that was weak. Weak. We're taking your shirt off the store now. All right, then there's BRT. 
BRT stands for be right there. So like, oh. just a minute, I'm on the way to the instance BRT. BTW is by the way. BTW, car, you're an idiot. But we know that. And then here are two that are confused a lot with each other. So the next ones are GTG and G2G, which sometimes can be interchangeable with one another. People get them confused a lot. And this is from as an official of the sources I can get, which is the internet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everything um, on the internet's true. So, but uh, it seems to me that the widely established Truer. meaning of GTG is got to go. Like, I gotta go right now. The established uh, definition of G2G is good to go. But a lot of times you'll see people using GTG as good to go and G2G as got to go. And it causes confusion because sometimes in the middle, I've had it happen in, in raids before where somebody says, you know, right before they're ready to pull a mob, somebody pulls up GTG. And people are like, you got to go? What? What the <laughs> hell? You can't leave the raid. So this is our recommendation. Take the extra three seconds and type and it out. And type it out. Yeah, if you want It's wanna, not that hard. Yeah. Maybe our tavern cast will help people to know the official meanings of these phrases, but probably not. So therefore, Crownley's right. Write it out. I'm not, always right. Not to mention that a so lot of the, the etiquette on the RP servers, at least, is if you're going to be on the RP server, take the time to write it out. Because Who plays on the RP server? Anybody Holy. who's anybody plays on the RP server. Oh. Mm -hmm. Slash cry. Whatever pink armor. Oh, I'm RP. That's trendy. Screw you. I saw that on TV. Right. Holding a bit of flowers in your offhand? <laughs> hey, Shut fish up, in Carter. one hand and flowers in the offhand. <laughs> I want a picture of you with in your pink armor with flowers in your offhand. No comment. We're dual wielding fish. Shut up, Carter. <laughs> dual wielding the fish. I will slay you with my holy bouquet of roses. Of pink roses. Alright, it's time for another wow level up. Or tavern cast level up, I guess. This week we did levels five through six. Yes, we did, Eloy. Kark, I'm not even going to ask if you leveled up your character. We did. I bet you you're still down at level three somewhere. Slacker. I, I leveled. To where? So, this so moving week. on. <laughs> <laughs> so we finally got uh, able to finish up our quest in the starting area and leave it. And you know that's what an exciting time. You know you're starting out on your own and there's a whole brave new world in front of you. And it's just so exciting, I felt like crying. So, when you're first leaving your starting area, there's always a quest that will urge you into the new area. And this will continue as you level up. So, you won't be lost. It's not like you'll run out of quests to do in the starting area and then be thrown out there into the real world, basically, and not know what to do. Quests will bring you to the towns. Um, you want to be careful, too, because the levels of mobs outside of the starting area are going to start going up significantly the farther out you go. So, say you're, like we are, level 5 and you run out of the starting area and decide that you're just going to go explore this vast new world, it might not be the best idea because within about five minutes or so from the town, you're going to be running into mobs that are, you know, five or more levels above you, and they will drop you very quickly. The last time we did this, we talked about uh, making parties, and one of the things that you're going to do while you're making the parties, obviously, is make new friends in the game and people that you know. So you'll want to have a place to list these people. So what do you do? So so that brings us to our friends list and ignore list. Which, Slash ignore. Uh, ignore list is my favorite, actually, more than friends list. Mine's filled up. <laughs> As is mine. Yeah. Carl, well, that's just Crumley, being a man Crumley and Eli have a lot of enemies. Bring them on. Um, I haven't been able to talk to Karg in game for over six months because <laughs> I ignored him. No, that's a good thing, though. Yeah. So speaking of friends, Karg doesn't have any right now. Oh, 
I bet you he will now. We have over a thousand listeners to Taverncast. So if you want to make a character on Manoroth, send all your tells Karg, to Karg. And send every tell you have to Karg. So to add someone to your friends list, and this happens when Eli shuts up. <laughs> so very rarely. Very rarely. What what you do is type slash friend space followed by the name of the person if they're not within clickable distance, and if they are actually can you can click on their name and add them to friends right right click on their icon. I think so I don't know. Yeah, you've never done and, that. And one. add them to the friends list. Now the only thing I haven't tried is typing just slash f. I do that, but That's then different. I roll off a bunch of expletives and. Ex- expletives? Expletives. He said it. He did it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I learned him. a new word. <laughs> so what does the ignore list so do? Ignore, ignore list adds the people who are listed under your ignore list will never ever get to talk to you again, or you will never hear them speak ever again. And I think does it send something back saying that you're on there? It says mm-hmm. that you're on your ignore list. You're not being I've never ignored. been on you're anyone's being... ignore list because I'm that good. You you guys have your ignore list full, correct? True. How yep. many names are there? I haven't counted them. I don't know, it's a lot. It's some random well, 100 number. 30, so. <clears throat> maybe? 30? That's I don't it. think it's even 100. It's not that long. I would guess it. Well, a lot of them I ignored back for a while. There was a, a time when there were casinos, quote-unquote, in Ironforge, and then people were constantly spamming the channels saying, come, you know, bet uh, at our casino. So whenever I saw anyone do that, they got on the ignore list. And... Just generally, whenever I see anyone say something stupid, which is which is why I filled it up so quickly. Yeah, <laughs> there has to be a mod out there to expend your ignorance. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. We got to look that up. There's got to be one. Somebody, if you know of a good yeah, mod, send us some info on the forum. And if you know how to program mods and there isn't one, make us one because I'll use it. But you know what? If you turn off your general channel and your trade channel and your yell channel, you're right. Of course, that's true. But, I mean, you really don't have that much. But what but if sometimes someone, you need them though? Yeah. What if someone? Said, well, so you turn them on when you go into airports if you're looking for something or you want to like yeah. advertise something. I do turn them off sometimes. Yeah. The other thing is you're on Scarlet Crusade and we're on Manoroth, and from what I've noticed, there's a big difference between the. But wait a second. When I played on Manoroth, I would even turn off the other stuff and I would have a lot less. I mean, yeah. don't oh, get no. me wrong. You turn on the general channels in Scarlet Crusade, yep. we have just enough as Nowhere many tools. Nowhere near as bad. We have as many tools as you guys have on Manor. No, it's downright quiet there. It's like the difference between being in rural America or New you York. know urban America. <laughs> no offense to anyone from New York. No. All right. So when you uh, pretty soon after <laughs> venturing out of your starting area, the quests are going to bring you to your first town. Probably the first thing you want to do, and what the quest will probably lead you to, is to find the inn and the innkeeper. All races and classes have a quest uh, that will have its completion at Town's Innkeeper, and you're going to want to go there and bind yourself to the inn. Now and buy beer. And buy beer. And all the inns, I think, have ale of one kind or the other, too. Like any good bar. True. Or tavern. Oh, liquor store. <laughs> tavern. Cast. <laughs> Liquors.com. It would be funny if every town had a packaged liquor dealer. Uh, <laughs> 24-hour <laughs> And a couple of, like, orcs standing out in front of it, loitering. <laughs> liquor lotto. <laughs> yeah. So, you'll notice in your bag, obviously, that you've had this funny-looking stone thing called a hearthstone. When you bind yourself somewhere, the hearthstone then becomes a clickable object where you can be taken back to the place that you're bound at. You just go up to an innkeeper, look for the question mark or the little chat blurb by him, right-click on him, and he'll say, what do you want to do? And it'll say something like, please bind me to the inn. And when you click make it, he'll... Make this in my home. Make this in my home. That's it. And uh, he'll, he'll bind you to the inn. And then whenever, wherever you are in the world, that inn that you're bound at is where, by clicking on your hearthstone, you'll be teleported back to. This is pretty basic, but just in case somebody has missed it somehow. But um, you can only hearthstone every hour, once every hour. Yep, yep, the hearthstone only works once, once an hour. Use it wisely. 
Cromley, why don't you describe the rest <laughs> system to us? All right. The rested experience gives you a bonus to experience from kills of plus 100%. So basically double the experience from kills only. You don't get anything extra from quests. And you build up rested experience bonus uh, faster, four times faster, if you are in an inn or in a major city. I think you still build up rest experience if you're in the field, but it's nowhere yeah, near as much. Yeah, it's just a quarter the speed. Yeah. So, so basically what that means is if you want to level up faster, make sure you usually log off or always log off in an inn or in a major city like and Iron don't Forge. play as much basically yeah. and don't play or, or cycle between two alts or something yeah that's kind of interesting if you think about it because the people who the hardcore of hardcore players will play all the time and maybe never see rested bonus but the very casual players might actually end up being able to level up faster if they pace it right yeah well you'll always get some rested bonus but even if, i mean you have to sleep at some point all right, so another thing you can do when you're in town uh, is that you can start looking for mail at the mailboxes. You may not have mail yet at this low level, but you know, you'll get it soon enough. And mailboxes are throughout the world, all over the place, in front of inns and in the capital cities. There's several different types of mail. There's written letters, which can include money sent to you, or you can send money to others. There's packages, which include items, or you can send items to people. Uh, there's CODs, which basically is somebody can send you something with money or an item or just a letter, and they want you to cover the payment of either the item or the letter that they've sent, or you could do the same thing. So I've never done that. I've done it once, actually. With I sold uh, somebody something at the at the auction house, or, or not at the auction house. I sold somebody something over the trade channel on Ironforge, and they were just leaving Ironforge to go to a, to a raid. And so he wanted to buy it, so mm -hmm. I sent him the item on COD for cool. 13 gold or whatever, and he just sent back, back the gold. So you got so, the gold in the mail next yeah. time. Yeah. So it worked out fine. Uh, most mail expires in about 30 days, uh, whether you answer it or not. So you want to make sure that you get in there and check your mail every now and again, or it will disappear and or get sent back to the person who sent it. Um, and you definitely don't want some things to disappear because... It could be worth something to you, like a nice item or something. So you want to get in there and make sure you check your mail. Also, because you get this question all the time from people that don't know, you cannot send mail to members of the other faction. You can try, but it won't work. How about mail bombs? You could try that too, but that won't work, and Homeland Security would not appreciate you <laughs> You can't send mail to yourself either. If your bags are full and you want to go sell stuff later, you can't stop at an inn, say, in South Shore and so mail yourself all your big things and pick them up later. Yeah, yeah but you yeah. can mail to an all. Yeah, well, I think they didn't want you to use the mail system like a bank, you know, where you could, like, put stuff in the mail, send it to yourself. Yeah, because they want you to have to pay for the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the bank stuff. So that's it for uh, Level Up. We'll be back next time with probably levels 6 through 7, and we'll see <coughs> what we encounter then. You gotta do something or just stand there and bleed? Alright, so now we're back to the dark corner. We've skipped it last week, so this week I'm going to do a real quick one. I'm just going to talk about the different combat tactics that it seems like most rogues employ. So basically the three are stun lock, damage over time, or just straight out instant damage. Stun lock is probably the, at least early on, I would say was the most useful approach, that, that at least for me. I, that's what I use most of the time. And what that is, is you attack with cheap shot, uh, which stuns the target for a certain period of time, and then you continue hitting them, and then depending on what you want to accomplish, you might stun them again with kidney shot. Basically, the goal is to keep them stunned as long as possible so they can't get off some spell and get away, or you know, nuke you, or turn you into sheep and run away, that kind of fun stuff that they everyone will do. do. Yep. 
And uh, so Stunlock is very effective. It's also pretty effective against uh, mobs that do a lot of damage because you don't want to take that damage. And so if you keep them locked down. The problem is, is you're using your combo points to stun as opposed to do damage. So, you know, you might kill them faster if you don't do a stun lock, but you might end up taking some damage or they might get away if you're in PvP. So another approach that I've heard people talk about, which I used, I guess, initially a little bit, was damage over time. And that it, try to optimize your powers or talents that give you more damage over time. I'm not really sure what the use of that is, to tell you the truth. I'm not sure many rogues use it. There's some poisons and things that, that you will use that do damage over time. but And the, I guess the advantage is, is that most of the damage over time type stuff... Extend the length of the well, it just it just keeps doing damage over time. There, there's yeah, there's talents that will extend it or make your damage over time power do more damage, things like that. Each every three seconds or whatever. Mm -hmm. The problem is, is that in PvP they're gonna get away and get healed if you're in somewhere like Alterac. I guess if you're dueling maybe. And the other problem is, is that you know they might die before the damage expires. In fact, obviously you want them to. In which case that you know those combo points that were used to generate that damage over time are kind of wasted in a way because, you know, maybe you put a 5 or, a, say, a 15-second damage over time on a target and it dies 5 seconds later, you know. So you just have to strategically apply your DOTs. Yeah, yeah. And and I do use DOTs occasionally. The, the biggest one is probably, for most rogues, I think is Rupture. Uh, and that one does damage over time uh, based on how many combo points you put into it. Is that like bleeding damage? Yeah. And the nice thing with that is that it bypasses the target's armor. So if you're fighting, like, a paladin or a fight or warrior... It has a lot of armor. That's handy. The other nice thing is if you're fighting another rogue, it will knock them out of stealth if they try to vanish and run away on you. So it is useful, but I don't know that you'd want to, you know, base your entire build on maximizing your damage over time. And then the last uh, kind of type that you can go for is the instant damage, and that's kind of what I do now. And that, in that you try to maximize the amount of damage you do from things like ambush and backstab because it just does the damage right up front. Um, there's no way to avoid it. It either does it or doesn't. Uh, and the nice thing is is that, especially in a heavy PvP environment like Alterac Valley, the longer a fight takes in Alterac Valley, the more likely that your target will get healed and you'll get nuked into oblivion <laughs> within about two seconds. So you want to do the damage right off the bat or it's just going to get wasted. So those are the three options. And I'll, I'll talk a little bit about uh, another thing uh, choice that you have in combat is dagger versus sword or mace in your main hand weapon. Uh, the, only, the only real we talked a little bit about this when we talked about equipment, but daggers let you do the amb the instant damage stuff, ambush and backstab. Uh, you can't am you can't ambush or backstab with a sword or a mace. So are you guys able to wield bows? Yeah, you can wield bows, but you fire a can lot you slower. Can you do wield bows? Because no, would be that sweet. would be awesome. <laughs> or guns. <laughs> I don't know how that would work, but it'd be cool. Did you guys ever see the picture that uh, World of Warcraft floats around on their? It's on their on their official site. It's also in like their art book and in some of their. I think it's also in the instructional book where they have a rogue with uh, a, a rifle slung on his back and two pistols in his in each hand. That would be cool. I yeah. have seen that picture. You've seen that picture? Mm -hmm. I'd like that. Yeah, I mean that would be cool. I was surprised they never did that. But he that had was two a rogue? pistols. It was supposed to be a rogue. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. probably early. Concept, concept sketch or, or something, something, but it was it was cool. If anyone seems like a hunter should be able to do that, if anyone's gonna be able to, but yeah, yeah that would be cool. Would, yeah, and your range capabilities though are, I mean, because I think they they basically impose a it's like a one second reload penalty on you, as, and you don't have any special powers for mint. So it's know, good range for pulling, combat. It's good for pulling and occasionally just for plinking and PvP, but for the most part, you have to go in close to to do anything useful. 
So anyways, the, those are the three approaches, and there's different builds, and at some point we'll talk more about all the different builds, but I mean, there's so many different approaches to building out your character with your talents that I don't know if we'll ever really cover them all in depth, because if, if you want that, I'm sure if you go to the World of Warcraft boards, or even our own boards, there's you know plenty of people talking about that, and that's where you should go for that kind of stuff, because well, it's going to be awful dull to just now. talk about it. Yeah, that's true, they also have the talent thing, which I haven't tried, but I've heard of. I can't afford to be respecting my talents anytime soon, yeah, so no I better like what I got. And that's pretty much it for the Dark Corner this week. Alright, we'll be right back. We'll be right back after these messages. Frank Bartles, and this here's my partner, James Brown. As the weather starts getting too hot, we hope you will reach for one of these. New Bartles and James Brown wine cooler. It tastes good. They come in three funky flavors. Gravity grape, crime of passion fruit, and my personal favorite, papaya. Papaya's got a brand new bag. It'll get you off faster than a big city lawyer. And a single pack serves six to ten. Just like James. <laughs> New Bartles and James Brown wine coolers. The cooler cooler. Made in the cooler. Now behind bars everywhere. And uh, thank you for your support. everybody, welcome back. This is Kurt Katera, time for another Out of Character. This week I just have a couple of quick things I wanted to touch on. First of which is not World of Warcraft related. <laughs> what? Nothing. What? <laughs> What's so funny? Card, you've had one beer. This is... <laughs> <laughs> what the what, hell? What did I say? It's so funny. If this was a video cast, you'd see Karg is almost crying. <laughs> Did you forget to take your meds? Do you want me to sit a little closer to you? Come get some ham. Please, if you can't make a donation to Tavern Cast in fine in money, please send us Ritalin. Anything <laughs> else that will, you know, knock Karg out. Karg wants to touch stuff. <laughs> wow. Anyway. It's like I'm It's it's not World of Warcraft related, but if anybody out there has Winamp. So if you've got Winamp, there's a really cool thing you can do that I've started to do. If you're sick and tired of the same old World of Warcraft music and you don't have good stuff to listen to at home or whatever, 
go on to Winamp and do a search on their internet radio function. On the internet radio function, just type in fantasy and a listing for. <laughs> Dude. He's not. <laughs> Do you need some help? Can you breathe? Are you getting constricted? God. I need another drink. Ritalin. Ritalin, <laughs> please. More beer. Cases of Ritalin. So, this is something that's not World of Warcraft related, but if you have Winamp on your computer, you can do a search in the internet radio function. Type in the word fantasy and a radio station called Radio Rivendell, I think, will come up. And it's a bunch of movie scores from different fantasy movies and Lord of the Rings and things like that. And it's really good to listen to that while you're in World of Warcraft if you're sick and tired of the usual songs when you get into Stormwind or if you're out fighting in, you know, wherever you are. It's it's good music to listen to if you want something other than the usual Yeah, I listen crap. to it too. I like it. So it's pretty cool. And you can still through your sound options on your in your toolbar on the bottom part of your screen, you can still turn on the game sound effects and listen to Winamp while you're playing. It'll just take over turn off the music for World of Warcraft, but you can turn on you can enable Winamp to play. So it's really cool. If you have any questions, post them on the forums and we'll address them. But it's pretty self-explanatory. And it doesn't really hog your, your system resources very much. Either. No, assuming you have broadband, I wouldn't try it on dial-up. No. Well, no. There, there are two different Not stations. There's one dial for dial-up and there's one for broadband. Oh. They've got two different bandwidths. You should probably pick the broadband one if you can. So you can technically yeah. listen to air supply while you're... No, this is not air supply. This is not air supply. This but, is... however, having the fact, having said that... You could if you wanted to. Yeah, the to, fact that she brought reason. up Winamp, I mean, there are many stations. So you could probably find you the, could listen you to know, Polka. Yeah, the 80s station, the but Polka is, station. But this is out of character, and we're talking about actual things that would be considered in character for roleplay? Yes, and this is good music, whereas air supply, probably not so much. Air supply is good music, but just not for World of Warcraft. Or anything else. Here I am, the one that you love. You look pretty. I like your hair. Here's a drink. Oh, Are you ready now? <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> On the forums for Out of Character, there is a topic for character development. And we've gotten a lot of response over the last few days. It's it's really cool. If any of you out there are having a hard time coming, with, coming up with your backstory, or you'd like to develop your backstory a little bit more, or see how other people do theirs... Go onto the forums, click on out of character, and look at one of the sticky notes at the top of the page is a character development for Horde and Alliance. And keep in mind it's an in-character area only, so if you're going to talk not in your character, make sure you put it in brackets. But just read what they've got there. They've got a lot of really good stuff, um, really good ideas for backstory, so it's really it's a really good place to start if you have ideas like that. On that same mo- same line, I attended a couple of RP events this week on the Scarlet Crusade server. One of them was a, uh, a party in the park in the Mage Tower, the Mage area in Stormwind. And I kind of got there towards the end of it the other night. Um, everybody had already kind of been there and gone. But people were just standing around talking about stuff. And if you're looking for places to RP, good places to go are the inns in the major cities. Look for a few people kind of standing around. And usually people that want to RP are RPing in slash say. They're not doing it in private talk. If you, there's a couple people off by themselves, 
more than likely not a conversation you want to be in. <laughs> there was something there was something circulating there was something, circula- the <laughs> there was something circulating on the internet about yeah, a couple of people that um, had rolled night elf characters and went down into the the tram subway system to cyber um, and did it in slash say and then there was a dwarf who came up and started touching his boomstick. It was pretty funny. So, <laughs> it's, like, yeah. it's hand cannon. <laughs> yeah, that's right. What? It's dwarven what? hand cannon. The dwarven hand cannon. That's right. What's cyber? Look it up online. There you go. Here's that. Here's that handy link to that uh, dictionary Eloy was talking about. You'll find out. I'll it, send you a link. Anyway, so I just wanted to talk on that a little bit this week. Cromley's got a couple things he wants to touch on, so I'll be back <laughs> next time. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't laugh. Yes, you did. You laughed first. <laughs> the look from him was priceless. <laughs> for a second, I didn't even realize. Okay, like, Cromley's nobody's he touching call anybody. It the dark We're all separate. <laughs> So shifty. I know. Okay, so Chrome is going to talk about some things, so I'm going to give him a little bit more time. So, anyway, if you want to submit some more of your backstories, we'd all love to read them. If you have questions about things, post them on the forums. And I will talk to you all again later. Cromley's new t shirt. <laughs> Welcome to so, my dark corner. So yeah, I, I have a, uh, a couple things I want to touch on, like uh, the ice barbed spear and the wand of fighting cold. <laughs> I got beer coming out of my nose. <laughs> and the immovable object. <laughs> uh, the immovable object and the unstoppable force. <laughs> we couldn't have planned this any better, man. <laughs> Sorry if this reminds you of being in sixth grade. <laughs> you know, hey. For those of you underage, that's we what never got does to you. Don't drink. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's your fault. You started it. Right. No, no, he started it. She just used a normal English phrase. <laughs> My vernacular is getting us into trouble. <laughs> All right, go on. Touch, All right, touch your face. So, let's start the touching. <laughs> I feel you. We're I talking feel about you. touching down the valley. Therefore, it shall be known now for as the touchy corner. <laughs> this isn't even the dark corner. This is a different section. This is part two of our Alterac Valley Battlegrounds uh, segment. <laughs> we don't have a fancy name for it. But this this week, we're going to talk about the uh, the rewards that you get from playing in the Alterac Valley Battlegrounds. Besides, hopefully, having fun. And there's a lot of pretty cool equipment that you can pick up out here. We're not going to talk about everything, we're just going to touch some of the major points. And it's not equipment that... <laughs> That's you didn't even catch it for a second. It did take me a second. Zing! Zing. Oh my god. So, and these aren't item drops. These are... No, no. These rewards. aren't drops. These are rewards, either quest rewards, or items that you can purchase once you get your reputation up with the Stormpike Guard. And, or uh, in the Horde's case, yeah. whoever they have. Whoever they have. And yeah, we again, no one submitted any information as to what the Horde actually get from Alterac Valley, so we don't actually know. So if anybody so ever it wants out to, yeah, if anybody <laughs> ever wants to let us know, I'm gonna help you. That's the way to retain listeners. If anybody wants to know what the Horde get from being touchy feely, just send us <laughs> some information, and we'll tell you what kind of spikes and spears that they get. <laughs> Anyways, so. As you reach each new level of reputation with the Stormpike Guard or whoever it is for the Horde, 
Uh, there's new items that you can buy from, there's, from the vendor outside the entrance to the instance. And reputation is increased by completing quests and just generally being in there. It's hard to tell exactly what does it. So it, notice, even it, if you're not in a raid group, your reputation will sometimes just be going up like crazy. Well, it's so. zone-wide, but it, yeah, the reputation goes up every time anyone completes a quest or turns, turns in items for okay. quests. That's what I thought it might yeah. be, but there's no, you know... And there's so many people turning stuff in that if you just watch yeah. it, it's just If you just sit in there, your reputation will keep going up. Which Although is you why get <laughs> everybody yeah, goes well, AFK. We'll talk about that next week. <laughs> the problems with it, but... Yeah. Um, you also get a huge reputation bonus if your side actually wins, which, since we're on the Alliance side, that doesn't happen as much. So one of the rewards, if you can call it that, is cheap supplies. There's a lot of items that you can buy, even when you're just starting at the friendly level, that are only usable in Ultrak Valley, and I think they're just intended to make it less expensive to fight in there. There are things like cheap potions, cheap bandages, cheap water that you can drink from mana. Um, so that's, you know, that water, you should be aware actually, of them. That water is really good stuff. Yeah, so, the, the water is not, you don't have to just drink it in all track. Oh, really? Alltrack. You can drink it anywhere, yeah. and I've been buying that stuff in mass quantities because it gives you a boost to your spirit, which increases your mana. So that's good, too. Yeah, when you yeah. say cheap, you don't mean, you mean inexpensive as opposed to poor quality. Yeah, I mean oh, cheap. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah okay. definitely. Inexpensive. It's yeah. good stuff. Like, for example, they have rune cloth bandages. They're the same as he the heavy rune cloth bandages that you make normally, except they're only usable in all track valley, and they're a fraction price cool and then the water he's talking about is called alterac valley spring water yeah and that it uh it fills your mana back up and it also adds a bonus to your spirit for the next 10 minutes mm -hmm. so which is really cool, even if so. you're not going into alterac valley you should at least probably you know ride up from south shore and check out that uh Ortoran mill if you're in your horde yep. and uh check out that water if, if you're a spellcaster so there's also a lot of items that you can get and we'll talk about a few of them probably the first one you're likely to get i would guess is the korak stuff well, maybe. You might get to Honored before Reputation status, before you get a chance to finish Korak. But as we talked about last week, Korak is a quest that involves killing this giant monster that spawns in the middle after a couple of hours. It's, it's not an easy quest to complete, but when you complete it, and you go back out to the quest giver outside the instance, he gives you either a polearm, a crossbow, or a wand, all of which are really good. So, for example, the polearm. Uh, is 155 to 233 damage, speed of 3.6, 53.9 damage per second, plus 13 strength, plus 21 agility, and plus 20 stamina. Wow. Nice. And that is, for example, I know that, that that's what you use to replace your purple item that you had. The right? polearm? Yeah. 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 And, uh, it's ice called the Ice Spear. Bar spear. What's yeah. the level requirement for that? Well, I got this from ThoughtBot, and it says item level 63. That just means that the quality of it is level 63. Yeah. So yeah. I think they require level 60, though. It's a, it's Actually, a, I think it's probably lower. I think it's like level Yeah, I think it's 50, as soon as you do the quest drive. Really, I think yeah. if you can do the, if you can get the quest, you can do it. So mm. Okay, cool. You can get it. The crossbow is really good, the item. I, I got the crossbow because I can't use pull arms or wands. And that's a very good crossbow. It would be much better, obviously, if I was a hunter. But still a really good crossbow for uh, just plinking or pulling things, stuff like that. So Korak's definitely one to, to complete. I think there's probably something in there for just about anybody. And these are all got. nice blue Yeah, they're all weapons. blue items, and I'd say they're definitely among the better. What's the wand like? The wand is the Wand of Biting Cold. Of oh, Biting Cold? Of Biting Cold. It does uh, 67 to 125 frost. Wow. Speed of 1.5, so that equals out to 64 damage per second on average. And it increases damage done by frost spells and effects up to 16. Cool. So that's... Probably, I assume, intended for mages and, I guess, shamans who do frost-type spells. Yay, gold warlocks! Well, I can use wands, too, so that would be cool. Yeah, well, even I mean, even just the, the plain old damage is, I imagine, pretty good. I don't think I'll ever get to 60, but <clears throat> it'll be cool. It'll be nice. So, basically, there's, there's as you 
continue going up uh, and increasing your reputation level with the Stormpike Guard or, or whatever the Horde one is, each level opens up newer new items. So, for example, we'll talk first about... Well, actually, before I get into that, let me point out that if you go to the World of Warcraft uh, community site at worldofwarcraft.com, on the right-hand side, there's a Battlegrounds button. If you click on that and then choose the rewards for Altrac Valley, they have all of these in there, in, in there, and that's a good place to look at them. But we'll just go over some of the, the high points as you go through them. So, for example, when you get Honored, which obviously is going to be the first reputation level you get from Friendly when you start, there's, you get a, there's a few different uh, belts and cloaks that are pretty good. Nothing really major. But this is something I think that's, that's useful for just about anybody who uses a missile weapon. You can then buy these really nice bullets and arrows that are available. And as far as I know, they're the best bullets and arrows that you can buy for hunters or anyone who uses a missile weapon. Uh, they add 16.5 damage per second, and uh, you can use them outside of Altrac Valley. They're not required to only be used in there. So they're, they're really handy. And I know, like, Dranadin, our level 60 hunter, he was pretty excited when he was able to stock up on those once he got honored status. Um, so the next level then that you can get is revered and this is when quite a few really nice weapons become available and I, I believe there's an axe, a mace, a dagger, and a staff all become available. I think they all cost right around 25 or 30 gold yep. pieces. Yep. Cool. Um, so here's an example of one of them. They're all kind of I'd say right around the same more or less you know, level of damage and everything. It's the Stormpike Hammer, which does 80 to 150 damage, which means a 42.6 damage per second, and it gives you plus 15 to your strength. And that's one of the weapons that I use. I've uh, got that rope. too. Yeah, we both it's a one-hand mace. Now. And there's also uh, some nice ammo containers for hunters or anyone else who wants to use one, both for guns and, and, and bows. And those are 16 slot, and they give you a bonus of 15% to your speed. And nice. uh, there's also that flag that you're talking about. Yeah, the, the banner that and you throw it down in Altrac Valley, and it uh, heals people within a certain distance around the band. Yeah, I think it's 45 yards. Oh, the, it heals. I thought it gave you a bonus to damage. I could be wrong. Maybe, maybe, yeah. I, I, well, there, there is a, yeah, there's a banner that you can put down, and you'll see that if you're in Altrac Valley, people put it down. Yeah. And with I've the, got with one. I've used it a couple of times. There's a benefit to it. It doesn't stay up long. No, it doesn't stay up long. It can be killed. Yeah. I think it lasts like three minutes. It or... works kind of like a totem. Yeah. Like one of the it's totems. about as close as we're yeah. going to get to having totems. So, yeah, those are pretty handy. And they don't, they're not one-time-use things. You can keep using them. There's some time yeah. cooldown on them. I don't know what it is. Yeah. So, and then the last level is Exalted. And I have to just go off the Blizzard site on this because none of us have hit Exalted yet. But this is when you get some really cool stuff. So, for example, there's a Battle Charger, an Elite Mount that you can get. I don't know what the price is. It's an Elite Speed Mount, Epic Mount. I think it's 900. 900. It's either 6 or 900 gold. Well, I won't be able to afford either one when I get there. Um, there's some really cool offhand weapons for uh, casters that increase damage from spells. So, for example, there's the Tome of Fiery Arcana, which is a, a book for, I assume, for mages, but it gives you plus 40 fire damage from spells and effects. And there's one of those, I believe, for every caster type. I mean, even Warlocks get something. Wow. <laughs> and then there's also, um, at Exalted, there's some very nice epic weapons. Oh, yes. Some of the ones I'm specifically working yeah. for. Two, two, two yeah, of them that you're going to read. two. Yeah. Actually, there's... Or four. Well, there's two that I'm going for. Yeah. Mace well, anyways, I'll, I'll read these. Yeah. There's there's a mace and a shield. Uh, the mace is called the the Unstoppable Force. It's a two-hand mace. Uh, it does 175 to 292 damage uh, with a speed of 3.8. So that equals out to 61.4 damage per second. Plus 19 strength. Plus 15 stamina. Improves your chance to get a critical hit by 2%. And there's a chance, uh, a proc, that it knocks the target back a short distance. Yeah, and this is the, all these items at Revered are uh, epic quality. Yeah, these are these are purple items. So that's the two hand mace. 
And there's also an off a, a uh, an offhand shield. Are there any main hand shields? Why <laughs> they say that? But anyways, there's a shield called the immovable object, which has 2,468 armor, which is sad, but that's like 600 more armor than my rogue has altogether. <laughs> that's a nice shield. Yeah. With 44 block plus 15 to stamina, and it also increases the block value of your shield by 27. Blizzard, please change the graphics on the immovable object. Uh, because it I was, like? it's a it's a big bug carapace. It's just a big bug shell. That's what it is. That's weird. Yeah, and I, I thought it was going to be like a cool metal shield, yeah. and I've seen guys carrying around. It's just a big bug shell. It looks like about a level 40 item. Interesting. It's unfortunate. Yeah, I've never, I've never seen it, or if I have, I haven't noticed. And then the last uh, epic item that you can get is called Don Julio's Band. It's a uh, it's not an actual band. It's a it's a ring. <laughs> Chance on hit <laughs> launches mariachi band effect on your opponent. That would be awesome. I would go for it. I think this is probably for people like, like for example, I'm, since I'm a rogue, I can't use the unstoppable force or the immovable object. So if I got up there, I'd, I'd want to get the, this band, which it gives you plus 11 stamina, which is, is nice, but not all that great. So you can dance through the night. You can dance through the night. Or something else. Or something else. <laughs> we'll touch on that later. <laughs> If you equip it, it improves your chance to get a critical strike by 1%, your chance to hit by 1%, and plus 16 attack power. So it's a pretty pretty cool ring. If you equip wow. it. And that's it. Those are the uh, upper level items that you can get in Alltrack Valley. That's a ripoff. Pretty cool stuff. How's that a ripoff? Shift more items, you know? This stuff's pretty expensive, too, actually. Every battleground has stuff like this. So Warsong Gulch, if you get up to Exalted, has... I think they had some bracers. And then um, the new one... It's going to have, actually, set armor. Set armor. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I was looking at that today. I forget. What is that? A Rathi? Yeah, a, a Rathi base. One. Yeah, it has whole set armor. Like, three or four piece set armor, at least for the Rogue. Pretty cool stuff. The best things in life are free. But you can give them to the birds and bees. I want money. Time for part three, and the third and final part, actually, of making money in the world of Warcraft. This time around, I'm going to talk about how to use and work the auction house effectively. Work <laughs> Are you it. sure you should be doing <laughs> work it. your story that you're about to tell? My story has not been ended yet, so I don't know for sure oh, if, it's okay. a, if it's a failure or not, but it was a test. Anyways, I'll get to that. So, you got all this stuff. Some of it you're going to want a vendor, like I already told you before. Like the barrels and the tuft of gorilla fur and whatnot that, that well, I was talking about. Unless yeah. you want to collect tufts of gorilla fur. Right. Well, and I mean, you know, but there are some we things you want to give away. But then you're going to get stuff that. Ew. Basically, <laughs> yeah. Basically, anything that isn't. <laughs> basically, anything that isn't gray is worth something to one class or another. And there's a lot of white and up items out there. Yeah, some of them I still don't know. Some of them don't look like they're worth anything, but you're going to want to bring them back and check on the auction house because I've found really obscure things that people want to buy. This is why I was telling you earlier about your fish, Kern Kadera, not to sell those or not to dump those back in the water or vendor trash them because people really do buy them because they want to skill up. They're used for skill ups. That's the only thing they use them for. So you want to hold on to them. So take your item, go into the auction house. It's pretty self-explanatory. I'm not going to give you a rundown about how to use the system because I I think you guys can probably figure it out. But basically, you go into the auction house, and there's only two of them out there. There's one in Ironforge, and there's one in Agrimar. No, there's one in Booty. uh, And Gant, yeah, that's right. So there's there's three of them then. There's a multi-faction one in Gadgetland. There's the Alliance one in Ironforge and the Horde one in Agrimar. There's not much on 
the gadgets and auction house. Yeah, it's always empty. And what is there sometimes seems to me that the price is very skewed, and it's usually skewed up, mm-hmm. probably because the other faction doesn't know what the stuff is running for on the Alliance auction house. For example, I was trying to, in the market for a pristine black diamond, and you know I've been farming for it and decided to give up and just buy it, and the price that I was seeing for it on the Alliance side was right around 200 gold, and the price for it on the multi-faction auction house and gadget sand was up near 350 so they just they obviously just don't know what it's going for or it's going for that much on the horde side so who knows, who knows? although i have heard that there's a um, i don't know if you call it an exploit but on the pve servers where you can have characters of both classes it's that the one way you can move equipment and gold back and forth oh that characters. makes sense i guess you put like a piece of silk up for 20 gold and then, you know if you want to move gold from one character to another it's kind of a convoluted way to do it but that's the only hmm. yeah never even thought about that you're right i'd say that's the only special thing about that huh interesting house. huh hmm. I'll have to remember that. Roll yourself a horn. So basically, the system is pretty self-explanatory. Uh, just go into the auction house and right-click on the NPC that runs it, and it, it'll list it pretty clearly. There's basically a tab to browse the, the items that are up uh, for listing. There's a tab to um, go in and list your item and sell it. And then there's a tab to show the auctions that are already uh, ongoing. Well, when you put your item up on the auction house, try and only list the item for the 8-hour time period and not the 24-hour option. Basically, that's because you end up paying substantial fees for the longer period of time that it's that the longer period of listing and often you don't need to. I mean, you, you can do it, but you pay to list every time you do it and that list fee goes up when it's for the longer period. So, yeah, 8 hours is a, is a good option for you. Check online resources like wow.alakazam.com to find the median prices for the item you're trying to sell. That's a good starting point, but there's if there's a lot of similar auctions from other people, you want to look for the lowest price and then underbid that person as a rule. So just scroll down the list, see how many light leathers are selling for whatever, and if you can underbid them without going below the, the vendor trash price, yeah. then you're still making money, and I'd say go ahead and do it. And watch out for the people who will take something like light leather that usually sells for, I don't know, 10 silver, and they'll put it up for 10 gold, trying to look for people who aren't paying attention. And actually, that's something that happens a lot. But yeah. what they'll do is they'll do like, they'll, they'll say 10 light leathers, and nine of them will be for 10 silver, and one of them will be for 10 gold. Yeah. Likewise, so, be careful when you're selling items, and if it's worth 10 gold, don't put in 10 silver and yeah. accidentally sell it for the wrong well, price. I think yeah. it'll warn you, but I'm not sure. So. It, I don't think it does. I don't think it does. I think it just so allows you to do it. Yeah. Think twice before hitting bid or post or whatever they call it. Just, just pre-read your stuff because you can cancel your, your auctions, but you lose your deposit. Yeah. yeah. When you're listing your auction, make sure you always put a buyout for the item that you put for sale. So players often want things immediately, and they'll pay a price for it. Yeah, um, actually, I, I bet you most stuff on the auction house gets bought via buyout. Yeah, I, I, I mean, a, a lot of people I see them doing it where they're just putting the, the bid price, and I hardly ever see those things going. Yeah. And they're up there for long periods of time, and they just expire. Well, part of it is is that, unlike, say, eBay, there's no way to say, this is, you know, start my bid at this and don't go any higher than that and have them automatically bid up. You have to sit there in the auction house for eight hours or whatever. Yeah. But that's, I mean, who wants to do that? Yeah. And keep in mind, too, that the buyout price should usually be more than the bid price. But often I found that things sell pretty fast when you put the bid and the buyout prices at the same amount. So often I'll, you know, I'll, I'll say like Devil Sore leather or something. I'll say one Devil Sore leather at uh, bid price of three gold and buyout at three gold. So I just make it simple. This is the price. It's what yep. you see. Take it or leave it. Just always make sure that your buyout is the lowest one, or at least competitive with the other auctions that are up there. If you have a nice item uh, that you want to list, say a blue or a purple item, or 
many stacks of a gathered herb or ores or skins or something like that. Announce it to the raid channel on your server before you put it up on the auction house. So what do you do? What you do you mean is the general channel or the auction? Did I say raid? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Announce it to the trade channel on there your you on your server. Basically, it would be like you want to sell 20 stacks of rune cloth. PST, which is please send tell, and then people will send you a whisper and say, I want to buy it, how much, and you basically have the price you have in mind, and they'll either buy it or they won't. Have the price in mind, but just don't announce it before you are contacted. This method will probably net you a sale quickly and bring in more money than if you listed it on the auction house. And the reason that this usually works is that, again, people want things now, and also the second you put your, your auction price up, somebody else can come in and undercut you. And so you run the risk constantly of being undercut and underbid for an expensive item. Uh, so if it's an expensive kind of thing, announce it first. Another thing that I'm going to tentatively advise, and I'll tell you why. Auctions seem to sell best from Friday night to Sunday night. Or at least at nighttime, during prime time. Well, definitely at nighttime they yeah. sell best. But in the past, I have noticed that the trend was that the weekends, Friday through Sunday, would sell best. But that trend now seems to have a little quirk in it. And it, it used to be that because there were so many people on on the weekends that items would go really fast and it would be the best time to list anything because so many people were browsing the auctions. But now so many people are, are posting stuff on the weekends because they've learned this trick that the auction house is super saturated. And so instead of having what you would usually have where you'd have maybe 20 rugged leathers or something listed, right, and you would be able to undercut somebody you know two or three people that were selling those 20 rugged leathers now you've got like a hundred rugged leathers and so to even go up there and make a competitive bid you have to underbid your usual price of say maybe it's like three gold for 20 rugged leathers or something and that's what you could usually get for it during the week now you have to undercut it by almost two gold sometimes just to be able to to, to sell it so use discretion every server that i found is different i've been able to sell almost everything that i've gotten even if it's very close to vendor trash on the scarlet crusade server with hardly any problem at all where on manoroth i have a hard time selling many items that I could sell on Scarlet Crusade. So it, it varies from server to server. So if you can't sell a normal item, meaning not an epic, after three or four tries, you'd probably be better off to disenchant it or sell it to a vendor as the auction fees will eventually erase any profit you have made off of eventually selling it. I mean, every time you list it, you've got that fee that gets taken out of your listing price. So eventually, it's you're gonna, you might as well just cut your losses and, and sell it. So I'd say maybe two or three times. Maybe for an epic, go up to five or six, mm -hmm. hoping for the best, and also use the trade channels to announce it. And if that fails, just ditch it because it probably means nobody wants it or disenchant it. Also, make or an auction card. or send it to card. <laughs> I, I I recommend making an auction house character, a mule, or as they're sometimes called. I have one, and I'll tell you what what it basically is. I, I've got a a level five warrior on Manoroth that sits in the auction house. And he's really useful because what happens is that, say, Eloisius is out in the field somewhere, say I'm over in Kalimdor someplace, and I've just farmed a whole, all my bags are full of stuff. I can go to the nearest mailbox, mail it all to this character in the auction house, and then when I get the opportunity, I can just log on to that character, go into the mail, and just sell all the stuff that was sent to me. That way I can clear my bags easier. I don't have to travel all over the world with Eloisius to turn in the stuff that I've farmed and, you know, put it up on the auction house. So it's just a, a way to manage your time better it's easy and plus what you don't have to 
list stuff with your main character if that concerns anyone. It doesn't me, but you know, I think yeah, some people would good. rather not. Mm-hmm. So the last thing I want to say really about the auction house is just be really careful lately in posting things on the auction house on listing things make sure that you write down what amounts you're putting on there and keep track of what items are supposed to sell for because i will tell you from first-hand experience there's something going on with the auction Some house bug. and i yeah i know cromley agrees with me on this we've had a couple of people on our forum from other servers too that have also said the same thing that they're concerned that there's something glitching out on it but i had a now i had uh i had a a blue item that dropped about three weeks ago and it was a real nice blue item. And so I put it up to sell. And I put it up for a, a bid price of 25 gold and a buyout of 28 gold. And I'm positive, 100%, that that's what it listed for. I checked the auction afterwards. There's no doubt in my mind that's what it listed for. Nor would I, I knew I knew what it was. There's no way I'd be stupid enough to do what actually eventually happened. So, <laughs> yeah, anyways, I so I went off. Copper story for them. <laughs> I went off to uh, to to play, and I came back about two hours later with the auction house character, and lo and behold, the blue item had sold. So great, I got at least twenty five gold. I got seventy five silver. So the problem here is number one, how did I get seventy five silver? None of the numbers I entered were anywhere yeah. even remotely close to seventy five. Mm-hmm. If I got twenty six silver or something, maybe I made a mistake. So I petitioned Blizzard uh, three times about this, and all three times they said, "Sorry, these things happen. Too bad." So <laughs> sucks to be you. This these kind of things do happen. So keep records, and you know that's why I think I highly advise that if you get a nice item, maybe take, take a screenshot. Take a screenshot yeah. of it, yeah. Yeah, and also it's take it the to the auction. take it to the trade channels before you put it yeah, up on the auction yeah. house. Oh, and you don't have that fee taken out, but that's not that big a deal. Yeah, yeah. But you that way at least you know that it's getting out there and you might have a chance of selling it without worrying about the auction house. So, anyways, to wrap up the whole making money in the World of Warcraft multi-part segment that I've been doing the past couple of shows, um, the closing comment that I have to say is, is farming is uh, kind of an art. You have to uh, be willing to stay nimble on your feet and change a lot. I know I have. I've gone from, you know, thinking that one mob is like the perfect farming mob to finding out the next day it's oversaturated and everybody and their brothers over there farming it. So you have to look for new areas to farm. You've got to be willing to maybe change up your uh, professions now and again to find things that are going to make more money. And stake out your own areas and secret farming spots and keep your mouth shut about it. Don't tell people where you're farming unless they're your good buddies or maybe people in your guild. Or us. Yeah, or us. You can send us an email and let us know where all the sweet farming spots are. Let it be your farming spot, and then soon before you know it, money will roll in, and you'll be richer than all your dreams of avarice. Well, um, so please check out our website at www.taverncast.com. Sign up for the forums. Uh, support us. Help us pay our bandwidth costs. Check out our Taverncast store. And also, we're going to be having at some point a way for you to submit your audio tales of triumph and tragedy and probably humor you know so we originally stay, asked stay you guys, tuned for that we asked you guys to send us your tales on the forums and we really appreciate that a lot of people have but it, it hit us as we were exploring new technology options here that it, it might be interesting to actually hear people's voices telling their own stories and then yeah. move through those well and plus it's going to be awful dull to hear us just reading a story once we get that system set up probably in the next uh hopefully by next show week. We'll, we'll let you guys know and give you a phone number and you can call in and uh, tell us your tales. Also, it's probably, uh, we should let you know that next week we're off. Uh, it's Labor Day weekend in the United States and Tavern Cast will be taking a one-week break. 
we'll be back then the following week, uh, second week in September. September 10th. Oh, su- suggest a snack on the forums, and we'll eat whatever you suggest. Maybe, maybe oh, we should yeah. start a new yeah. board. We have the ale of the week. We have to have a snack of the snack week. Snack of the week. Yeah, so that's a good idea. So people people on the forums, register up if you haven't already, and uh, we'll make a, a new section in time for this podcast. Yeah, um, suggest something that we can get our hands on. Now, if you suggest something that's out of this country, possibly out of this world, <laughs> cool. It will be it will be your responsibility to mill a box of whatever you suggest to us. Yeah. Although for for our listeners from Australia, we do know that we can get both Vegemite and Nutella here. Yeah. Right. Why thing. can't you get animal crackers there? Yeah. What's up with that? They don't have animal crackers in Australia. <laughs> and that's all for Tavern Cast this week. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 is recorded live in front of the studio audience. The world of Warcraft is the property of Blizzard Entertainment and all rights are reserved. Taverncast does not endorse underage drinking and urges those of you who are of age to have a stout heart and drink responsibly. Taverncast is a Snapdragon production. I'm hovering over the, the emu's head here. Beer lives in my belly. Can you do that and stick to the notes so that it's coherent? I made it real small so that you could you know, read them and, and process them in small bites. Uh-huh. Usually hold on, it's... Hold on. Turnkey turn needs to blow her nose. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you get rest experience. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like. <laughs> Screw you guys. I'm going home. You will get... Still rested, I'm saying hum too much. Uh, so another approach. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have time to write this out. We'll be back. We'll be right back after. We'll be right back. You know how Please. South Park has a talking poop? We can have a Mr. Hanky the Christmas poop? Yeah, we can have a talking hand cannon. No, this is not for editing. <laughs> <laughs>